Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya, quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un Fileo Fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. The following podcast uses swearsies, talks about religion in a very negative manner, talks about sex in a very positive manner, and pretty much everything political. Uh, keep in mind that this is for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, jokes, and generally everything that we say on the show are, uh, you know, the views of the person making them and do not in any way represent a business, nonprofit, state, or federal government. So listener discretion is very much advised. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Utah Outcast. We are a semi-weekly progressive, political, and devoutly anti-religion podcast based in the milk toast capital of the world, the wonderful state of Utah. Uh, we never claim to be impartial or fair, but we do promise uh, a whole lot of left-leaning, socialism-loving, atheist, Satanist, humanist fun each and every week. Uh, this is episode number 93, and since it's just the beginning of the week, this is our current events episode for you guys to enjoy. And we're going to kick it off here in a minute or so with the news you miss and everything, and get into the Trump roundup. But I first wanted to take a second to let us let the audience know who they're listening to and where they can find us and everything. Hi, I'm your host. I'm X. And uh, I'm usually the guy behind most of the social media stuff. And I just bought me some Hootsuite. So you're going to be seeing a lot more stuff from Utah Outcast on every fucking medium you can find us on. Anyway, seriously, I, I live this show. I, I don't want to do anything else anymore. I just want to host shows and do stuff like that. So yeah, uh, let's see. So we also have with us tonight, we had Jeff for about 30 minutes on the patron stuff but unfortunately we lost him due to power outages going on in mm -hmm. uh, wherever the fuck he is out in springville and <laughs> everything on, so yeah, he's on he's on his way over to the adobe headquarters to see if he can borrow their internet it's it's literally across <laughs> the street from where he is so we, we lost him unfortunately see it. it's hilarious <laughs> uh but we also have you can hear felicia entwistle and you can hear kyle steenblick so We've got two, the the originals are here. We're we're ready and we're willing to rock your fucking face off tonight on the podcast. So it's April first when we're recording this, and we are not going to be one of those people that come at you with the dumbass jokes because fuck that. Because by the time you listen to this, it's not going to be April first. So that wouldn't oh, make any stupid. sense anyway. It's stupid. Oh, I yeah. fucking hate April Fool's Day. Like, is George Takei yeah. is George Takei really yeah. running for Nunez's seat, or was that a joke? It, it's no, I, it's hard to say because the news actually that article came out today yesterday <laughs> no it was yesterday oh, did it okay it was published yesterday uh and gotcha. then and his and his response to it was from yesterday not today so mm. i don't know I i'm mean, gonna I, say then it's oh probably my. real <laughs> i i think it's great i think it's great that one that doesn't strike me as something that he would particularly make a joke about not right now anyway Well, that's the yeah, good thing is that, that uh, the, the current administration is doing a damn good job of whipping people up that, to go into <laughs> office that didn't want to be in office before. So uh -huh. you're going to see a lot well, more well, citizen well, representation. Well, if he so. can do it. <laughs> what, if, what, if, what, better, what better to combat this fascist, fascist death mm -hmm. regime 
or fascist valuing regime right. yeah then because uh, they're not fascist yet, because luckily there is a lot of pushback right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. They want to oh, be fascist. Boy, they we're going to get into that here pretty soon. God, with the but, Trump roundup. <laughs> like, what better than than one of America's victims of the Japanese internment camps oh, to yeah. point out that, yes, it absolutely yes. can happen here. And yes. we cannot and, and allow for, it. And for those and for those who don't know, he was he was housed right here in good old Utah. In Topaz, Topaz, wasn't right? it? Yeah. Topaz. Yep, about a two-hour drive from here. <laughs> I really should go visit. I I know it's all torn down and there's nothing there no, anymore, but they, they no, it's it's still there. They oh, is it? I thought they, they preserved they... the camp and they built a museum. Oh, good. Okay. okay they, so... Yeah, there's a there's a memorial and everything. It's it's kind of depressing. <laughs> all right. So now that we're not all strangers anymore, uh, let's go ahead and get to our first bit of news that you missed. Tide goes in, tide goes out. Never miscommunication. You can't explain that. You can explain why the tide goes in. Tide goes in, tide goes out. See, the water, the tide comes in and it goes out, Mr. Silverman. Uh, Maybe it's four on top of Mount Olympus who's making the tides go in and out. No, no, but you can't explain that. A scam and a myth of the same. The myth and religion are the same thing. It doesn't matter if I can explain it. It doesn't? That doesn't mean that an invisible magic man in the sky is doing it. And you're free to believe that. But when you insult. We're not insulting. Look, there are thousands of billboards. You call in religion a scam and a myth. It is a scam and it is a myth, but that's a statement of fact. The first one that we have tonight comes from Alan Firkenhoff, and it's from theintellectualist.co. So I'm not sure how trustworthy of a news source this is, but it is quotations from somebody. So I'm, I'm leading myself to believe this. So there's a GOP state senator. Uh, I'm trying to get the guy's name here, Scott Wagner, but it's probably Wagner if you, if you actually traced it back to the real roots of this name. Mm. He he is a York County Republican senator. Um, <laughs> man, okay. Here, here's let me let me actually spit it out here because this made me fucking laugh. Wagner doesn't believe in the conventional science behind global warming. We all we kind of already knew this. GOP does not want to follow <laughs> yeah. that at all. Of course. And on the topic of climate change, he said the following, and, and here's the quote: "I haven't been in a science class in a long time." But the Earth moves closer to the sun every year. You know, the rotation of the Earth, he said. We're moving closer uh, to the sun. That's not it. That's, that's heliocentrism and our, uh, yeah, our no, elliptical yeah. orbit, not the rotation of the Earth. But No, I, I, right. I mean, if, if you want to get pedantic about it, yeah, sure. The Earth I, moves closer to the sun every year and also farther away. And back and forth throughout and, and I guess various part of the times rotation, of the age. Yeah. Is that we we wobble on our axis? Yeah, we okay. wobble. But, we move closer. <laughs> we go farther away. It, it, yeah, there's it still there's a is, bit of a range there. It still is but, an elliptical orbit. It's that's <laughs> that whole thinging of where like the the creationists that believe oh if the Earth was this much further from this point or that point we'd either be frozen or boiling to death. And it's like uh, you guys don't know no. how a, an elliptical they, orbit fucking works, no, do you? They really. cite <laughs> they cite three inches. It's like. <laughs> They, yeah, they no. say like three inches. Be like, look, uh, I'm, I'm gonna go stand outside and go like this, like ten <laughs> feet. <laughs> yeah, and that's one of those. I love those because you can see. <laughs> Technically, yeah, you're right. If we were closer to the sun by about a hundred million miles or something like that, <laughs> quite a bit. You know, yeah, <laughs> several times the size of our planet. You know, if we were if we were closer to the sun by one AU, I mean, just one little AU, we'd be charcoal. You know, <laughs> oh, we'd be in the sun <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, so he adds, and this guy's so fucking dumb. He says, "We have more people, you know, 
Humans have warm bodies. <laughs> so is heat coming off? Things are changing, but I think we are, as a society, doing the best we can. We are absolutely not doing the best that we can, Mr. Wagner. Oh, <laughs> Wait, what a dummy. is he claiming that? Okay, so this guy, he's heat? from Pennsylvania. And he's he his consist constituency of this the county that is in York County is mostly natural gas drilling. So of course he has a stake in this because he doesn't want this natural gas drilling to be you know hampered in any way because that's where his money's coming from. So of course, but for him to say that body heat is causing global warming that that's just no. weird. Yeah. That's like that's bizarre to me like i mean i know there's a lot of us but that's just insane <laughs> like yeah our farts contribute more than our body heat yeah do you fucking mind our, our fart. i'm not even talking about cow fart <laughs> <laughs> which is an actual problem it's okay if you look at porn i assumed you did anyways i mean every guy does i'm perfectly okay with that as long as it's not that weird stuff Oh, all right. Well, I mean, kinky's okay. I like kinky. <laughs> as long as it's not that sick, twisted S&M stuff. Wow. Um, okay. I'm not going to judge your journey. It is your fantasy. Just as long as you're not looking at women who... Not women? Wow. Okay. Men? Chicks with dicks? Horses? Worse than horses? Wow. This is from the Resistance Report, and the creator of the popular card game, Cards Against Humanity, love those guys, uh, Max, Max Temkin, you know, these guys are the same people that sent out boxes of bullshit, you know, they <laughs> that people I paid for it, guys. and uh, what was the most recent one where they bought, like, an island or something like that, and people no, were able no, to they... own part of the island or something like that? No, they, were... they, they, they dug a hole. <laughs> God. Like you, 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 you paid money. You paid money to dig a hole. <laughs> you control. You controlled. Well, controlled. You got to dictate how long the excavator dug <laughs> by how much you paid. So anyway, Max Temkin uh, from Cards Against Humanity uh, is very, very pissed off about how uh, Congress <laughs> just passed this bill. That is uh, going to be allowing uh, browser histories from anybody to be bought and sold by different uh, uh -huh. uh, ISPs. Really fucked up. Real mm -hmm. fucked up. And so, yeah, keep in mind, he did write this before it passed. So he says right here, if this shit passes, I will buy the browser history of every congressman and congressional aide and publish it. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and it passed. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to do it, too. So the, vo the vote ultimately oh, decided that the ISPs uh, will be permitted to sell off their customers' private data to advertisers. So uh, companies who founders want to humiliate those responsible for this massively unpopular decision, rather than donating to crowdfunding efforts to hoping to inflict similar humiliations, Timken has encouraged citizens to save their money. So do not do crowdsourcing for this kind of thing. He's got it, he says. He says right here. Uh, <laughs> guys, there's not going to be a fucking Kickstarter. If and when the data is available, we'll buy it and publish it quickly. Good. So he said, also, be wary of Kickstarters to buy this data. If it doesn't exist and isn't for sale yet, nobody knows what they're talking about. So what it's going to be doing is uh, 
we, we've already stated that they're going to be able to buy and sell all your stuff. So what you what you guys want to do that are listening right now, uh, you're going to want to make sure you spend a couple of bucks to get a VPN every month. It's sad that we have to do this, but if you if you're mm-hmm. doing illicit stuff, I mean, I'm not saying illicit like buying and selling drugs online or going to the Silk Road or something like that or using the un- the onion router or anything like that. But if you don't want people to find out what you're doing, make sure everything that you do is done over um, secure socket. So SSL. So you, you mm-hmm. guys would know this by HTTP. And if it has a little S next to the HTTP, they're not going to be able to track what you're doing inside that domain. They'll see that you hit the main level right. domain, but they're not going to be able to see what's happening inside of it. So if you don't care that right. people to see that you go to, to Pornhub, you yeah. know, to see what's happening yeah. inside, they would have to get a warrant. Uh, and break to encryption too. Get so. <laughs> those rec- records from that site, and I don't think anybody yeah, has good, ever. Good luck with Pfizer doing that. Good yeah. luck getting, yeah, yeah, good luck getting probable cause for that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, welcome to the new America, where instead of people actually being concerned about your security, these fuckers don't think it applies to them. Yeah, which is going to be great <laughs> because we're going to see all sorts of these guys that go to like 4chan and all these other sites, and we're like. Wait a minute. You guys oh, were... <laughs> 4chan? The hacker? That that, that fucking hacker if, guy. If, if Evan this, Berkey, we love you, man. Evan, we miss if you. If they <laughs> end up getting to publish this, this is going to be delicious, because you're going to be like, oh, you are a racist Jeff Sessions? Oh, you Look go to Stormfront? Yeah. <laughs> Look at this shit. You are a racist piece of shit. You read now the Daily Stormer? Really How about that? Or, let's see, or where else would they possibly be going? Oh, I don't know. Um, just about any gay site. And I'm not shaming anybody that goes yeah. to gay sites. I'm just saying no, no, that no. if you're a GOP no. senator or congressman and you're doing actively anti-LGBT stuff and you are going to those yeah, sites no, and fetishizing we, the people that are there, to, you, we get yeah, to fuck no, with we, you. So. Yeah, we get to shame you for that. <laughs> we, get, we get to call you out on your gay ass. Uh-huh. I will yeah. bring out the shame bell. I guess I should bell. really say shaming. Shaming is not the right word there, but we, we totally get no, to. We're, you're not shaming their activity. You're shaming the fact that they can't own it themselves. That's what we're shaming. We're right. not shaming their... That they're actively working against their, their own self-interest. Own... Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And the interests of other people. Mm-hmm. And making... And, and c- causing actual harm while indulging and yeah. The, the worst thing is, is that Trump himself has said, uh, Spicer have said that he's going to sign it. He's going to let it through. So, yeah, you, I don't you know, think he's thought about vetoing anything. No, because he does not know what the fuck he is doing. He honestly no, has he no idea how any of this works. <laughs> he's an idiot. He's he thought, an idiot, you he guys. Thought, I'm president. I'm king now. No, no, that's not how it works, <laughs> sir. That is, you work and for us. I know us. everyone's. <laughs> Sick of the Hitler I'm, I'm king shit myself. <laughs> but yeah. I know everyone's sick of the Hitler comparisons, but here's the deal. Hitler was also a raging idiot. He was a buffoon. <laughs> he was so dumb. And you know who else is dumb as rocks? Kim Jong-un. He is also really, really dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, but what all three of them have in common? Lot, this is what all three they're, of them have in common is they're ruthless. That's the thing. And they are fucking sociopaths. Yeah. Well, they're, so. yeah. well, they're, they're, not, they're, ru- they're, they're ruthless and they have, I don't They don't see themselves as humans. <laughs> no. They see zero, themselves above it. And, zero empathy. <laughs> yeah. But they are stupid as shit. This is a thing, <laughs> you guys, where people who are dumb as fuck can ruin lives. <laughs> Did you hear this? Is that? Why education is so- 
Do you hear that Kim Jong-un was this close? And I'm making little finger pinchy together things on the camera here. Uh, that Kim Jong-un was this close to declaring war on the United States because of something John McCain said about him. Oh, <laughs> This past week, he called oh. him like... A, f- a fat kid with like uh, social issues or something like that. He he called he like, called him a fatty. Oh. Pretty much is what <laughs> what John McCain oh, did, shit. and they were so you know, fucking mad. You know, right now, like <laughs> this Idiot. is this would this would just be the perfect time Idiot. for you, you to go ahead and do that. Really, that would just be that would work out really well for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, is your girlfriend trying to pressure you to take it to the next level? Well, here's a hint. Next time she goes for a touch downstairs, slap her hand and say, uh-uh, no touch. I ain't no ho-ho. See you later. This comes from Hemet Meta at the Friendly Atheist blogs, and it's about an Oklahoma pu- uh, public high school. I was about to say pubic high school. Wow. Um, <laughs> they invited a Christian, a Christian sex ed lecturer to speak to the senior class, and now they're getting a <laughs> lot of backlash because that talk was a complete disaster. So Shelly Donahue is the lady's name. Uh, she spoke oh, at Jenks High School. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the reason the- we, we know that what she said, that what all of the stuff that she said is that there was a senior in the class by the name of Brooklyn Wilson posted about it on Facebook. She was appalled that her school would invite such an in- uninformed, irresponsible person to present on such a topic. Mm-hmm. And so what she says is, and this is her quotation here. As usual, this sex ed class was based around the idea of abstinence, both a clearly and unrealistic and un- ineffective approach to teaching safe sex. However, on the topic or on the top of the usual disappointed today, a line was crossed. This is th- this la- this girl can write great for a senior. I'll give her this. A direct quote from the presentation. Quote, do you know why girls are so are so desperate and always text guys first? Two words. Why? Daddy left. <laughs> and so this this girl writes i am disgusted how dare our schools allow a statement so demeaning to the girls and so belittling of broken broken families to be presented to a class of such impressionable and already insecure seniors daddy leaving is a life-changing and heartbreaking situation but to stereotype and undermine girls by calling them desperate for having the confidence to text a guy first is so out of line Parents, I'd be furious if I sent my child to school and this is the way they were treated with shame, guilt, and embarrassment used, uh, being used as a way to try to prevent sex. It is heartbreaking the hate I was shown today by the adults who are supposed to be our leaders and protectors and I cannot let it go unnoticed. So bravo. Bravo, Brooklyn. Very, yes. very nice. Very well nice. Uh, absolutely. That was fabulous. Um, also, one, daddy leaving does not necessarily make you desperate for male attention. Two, wanting to get fucked does not necessarily mean that your daddy left. My dad has had a very big impact in my life, and sex is really important to me. I might have <laughs> mentioned this a couple of times. No. <laughs> yeah. It's All right, a big so deal to me. The district, thankfully, has promised that they're never going to invite Donahue back, but the problem is that she got invited in the first place. So it was only after like hundreds of times that this got shared that this came up. Uh, and let's see, it says, the intent of the assembly was to, this is the, the people from the district here writing this, saying, the intent of the assembly was to fulfill a state requirement to share information with students about HIV and AIDS. 
Uh, and then it says, high school administrator spoke to Donahue about the content of her presentation before the assembly. And the administrator said, unfortunately, some of the content and tone of the presentation did not meet the expectation of the administrators. So why well, did you allow her to get on stage at that point? If you knew here's, this, here's the problem. Um, these kids are here. What they're hearing is, let's say it is a young woman whose father was not in her life. She is now having her sexual ownership devalued. And yep. what the other people around her are hearing is that she's a broken person. No matter what she does, it is completely invalidated any of her emotions. And maybe her father leaving did cause her trauma. And maybe she does express that through sexual gratification. And maybe she does feel emotionally needy and is having trouble with relationships. All of those things are perfectly fine. But what she has done is delegitimized those things. Mm -hmm. it, it's right. so much more than just it's it, it impacts the sexual well-being of young women and young men because young men think that women who want to have sex with them are broken people and so that they can use and abuse them it, it impacts these the women's se se sense of sexual ownership and understanding of their bodies and their needs it undermines confidence it creates a toxic atmosphere for anyone who has lost a parent and like what about daddy dying oh felicia it gets like, worse it does get worse oh shit <laughs> why did you have to tell us it got worse because i i hear her i hear her focusing on the daddy thing but oh my god it gets worse because she gave assurances to the administrators assurances that her presentation would be secular and not religious oh regrettably she did not uh, adhere to those standards. <laughs> oh, no, of course. Why, it, why and would she? According to him here, to put it another way, Donahue never presented evidence-based sex education to students. If you go to her website, to the page where she outlines her talks, it does say that she can deliver a biblically-based or secular um, age-appropriate presentation for the school, but right under that is a long list of what's included in that talk, and they did someone did screenshot this from the thing, so Here's a couple of them right here. Who's having the best sex in America? Singles, marrieds, divorcees, or cohabitators, and why? That's one of the topics <laughs> we to talk about. Have great intimacy someday, dot, 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 in your marriage. <laughs> of course. Oh, here's a good one. Here's a good one for you guys. How are we wired, question mark? Guys' brains How, tend what? to be like waffles, and girls' tend to what? be like spaghetti. What? What? <laughs> All right. So what let me. What the shit does that even mean? There, there's no, more. No, there... hang on, hang on, hang on. What? I don't no, get I the comparison. No, hang on. I, I will. I will break oh, down oh, this analogy. I, okay. I will. I will okay. break I down the analogy. I already know where you're going to go. I know where you're going to go. Okay. okay. Good. Okay. So in case you're wondering, boys are like waffles because they can compartmentalize things like sex, and girls are like spaghetti because it all gets mushed together. <laughs> Therefore, <laughs> the traditional thinking no, goes. Girls are more traumatized when they have sex before marriage because oh. it affects everything, while boys oh. can just simply detach from it. No, uh, no, 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 no. You want to know? No. This is some men are from Mars, women are from Venus bullshit. Like, that, like that somehow, like <laughs> men don't have. That emotional is, connections with yeah, sex. Yeah. They get the same fucking doses of oxytocin that females do. And guess what oxytocin does? 
it creates a bonding sense. But you yeah. know what also we can do as conscious thinking human beings going, eh, eh, hey, I've got another eh, analogy for you. I've got another one. <laughs> Boys tend to be wired sexually, sexually like microwaves. And girls tend to be like crockpots. Oh, no. No. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Boys are like microwaves. I get off 30 seconds and we're done. But, you know. (laughs) While a girl you need to work on for like eight hours. (laughs) To be completely done. You know. know, It takes me two minutes to get myself off. Two. And (laughs) that is average. For a girl getting herself off, it takes two minutes. That's easily we got this. eight times longer long- than me. <laughs> it takes it takes longer during sex. Yeah, but I like to think it's because we like because taking your time during sex is fun. It, yeah, it, yeah. I mean, yeah, quickies are great. Quickies are great. Don't get me wrong. Quickies are you know when you're in the mood for a quickie and you just uh, pound <laughs> it out. Spend 30 minutes just uh wait that's not a quickie um i don't have them uh <laughs> but so <laughs> it, but my point is like you can just you know like sex is fun and you're supposed <laughs> to be in the moment and foreplay is great for both partners it mm-hmm. is guys don't even lie foreplay is fun it's fun why the fuck are like why are we like saying like guys don't enjoy like exploring and feeling and doing things and rubbing up on each other. It's like I'll this just, is neat. I want to no, pull the Jay Whitaker no. here and be like, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> 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 All right, let's see the the last heading that we have here that I wanted to bring up because it just made me laugh is like, who wants you to wait? Question mark. Parents and why? <laughs> have the best they sex. Can fuck off. Have the best sex, ellipsis, by waiting for marriage. False. <laughs> Empirically, oh, I can show you that's fucking false. Yes, it is. It is. A Parents lot don't... of people who wait till marriage struggle. They struggle right. with their sexuality, especially women, because they have told, been told that as soon as they have sex, they're no longer valuable as human fucking beings. And so now they go through a period of self-loathing where they are no longer special virgin snowflakes. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's also keep in mind that we had to remind lawmakers in this state that if you have sex with your unconscious wife without her fucking consent, that that's considered rape. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> rape. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So the to finish off the article here, uh, the reality is, is that the administrators having all this information at their disposal invited Donahue despite all of the glaring red flags. They she she had it listed on her website what was going to happen, what she was going to talk about and everything. So who's responsible for this? Where's the apology from the district? And Hemet's especially pissed about this because he is an educator. So what steps are they taking to prevent this from ever happening again? And he filed a open records request to see if we could pinpoint who invited her and why, which is going to be fun whenever he finds this out. So Oh yeah. Uh, so like, and literally there are, you could pick just about anybody else. You could get me to come on stage and talk about sex and be like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I could talk with you guys about this, but honestly, don't you guys just want to go outside and play Pokemon? You know, you guys know more than I do. Probably. I'm going to teach BDSM level consent. I'm going to teach that level consent and I'm going to do it in a way that you're like, no, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Trust me. Talking about mm-hmm. sex is neat. 
talking about what you want to do to each other and agreeing right. to it, especially in person, is just fun. It's yeah. just neat, what, guys. My safe words. What, what I what I really wish what I really wish they would kind of discuss in these things and start discussing is the fact that this these things the these topics and the this type of education I can't even really call it education but. Uh, instruction or indoctrination i guess is indoctrination is a better yeah, better word that's about the best you can say it, with that it fucks people up for a long time mm-hmm. I, even those was, in long-term relationships even know? in long-term relations relationships yeah it took me to be i mean Funny. well even even now but it took me to like my 30s to be able to even comfortably discuss the topic with my partner and see, that's horrid. That's horrid because this is something you it should is. talk about. This is something you're sharing together. And it's mm-hmm. such a great thing. Like, you should talk about it. And and the other thing that I, I want to bring up is uh, this this is something these these wait till marriage people never, ever fucking talk about. And that is spontaneous uh, sexual sexual desire. Absent, uh, absence in women. Mm-hmm. It's suddenly goes away they have no sexual desire this happens to a lot of women and there are almost no studies on this it is primarily Mm -hmm. in women in long-term monogamous relationships where their Mm -hmm. sex drive just shuts down shit it shuts down i was gonna go look for some stuff but i guess i shouldn't (laughs) (laughs) and and there 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 are beginnings of studies and there's some information out there that we might be able to help these women, but every time somebody wants to start studying this, the funding gets cut because we're terrified of women not being monogamous is really what it is. And we're also and, changing fucking or we're, we're, by the time a study gets set up and ready to go, we change fucking political backwash mm-hmm. here. I mean, it goes from mouthwash yeah. on this side to the mouthwash on that side. So, mm-hmm. but and, and <sighs> but like nobody, nobody bats a fucking eye. About men not being monogamous when they're using Viagra, they're like, well, they might use it to be non-monogamous. Yeah, they might. Yeah, they fucking might. Ashley mm-hmm. Madison was a thing. Women, <laughs> when it comes to women, they're like, oh, but they might be non-monogamous if they know this information about their own fucking bodies. How and, dare they? And, <laughs> and these are women who miss sex. These are women who want to fuck. But they don't talk about that in these abstinence only oh your sex drive might shut down in three to seven years prepare for that bitches um uh sterling archer you you may remember me from the strip club and hopefully also from what was hands down the most incredible sex that i personally have ever had uh hello all right so uh i know uh we had an implied oral agreement about heroin but heroin that's the last freaking thing i need I'm bound up tighter than Dick's hat band. No, 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 not. Wait, were you? Did did we? Yeah, we did, and you loved it. No, I was like, I can't. The next one comes from Rare.us, and oh my god, this is a hell of a funny story, because a student at a Christian school was recently suspended for selling sex toys. <laughs> However, there's one big glaring problem. Okay, so 12-year-old student at Trinity Lutheran oh. School in Racine, Wisconsin, 
was suspended for three days after she was accused of peddling sex toys by the principal. When in fact, she was selling, you know, the water worm things, like those wiggly snake wormy thingies. Oh! And so... So and she's yeah, selling those them are as, shitty sex toys as I mean, they That's don't it's like pushing <laughs> rope, guys. It really is. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. doesn't, doesn't no, it doesn't do any. Vaginas no, don't move. Mm-mm. Vaginas don't move back and forth like they're not <laughs> motile. <laughs> like, Look, it's something that every it's something that every boy has discovered. Yeah, they but, try it. They, <laughs> they don't. Huh. This might work. It's no, not, except you'll get the one that has like those little plastic fish in them or something like that. And the stabs yeah, yeah. your. so anyway this kid had permission from the teacher to sell these because they were doing it for a fundraiser and it's just funny because the dad goes on record here he says in your wildest imaginations no adult could possibly view this as a sex toy it's a water-filled bag he told the local news station (laughs) And the girl is is just broken up about the whole thing. She's like, I just learned something I shouldn't have. (laughs) Corrupted. Wait, and like, oh my God. And so she was selling these because uh, she would make a dollar profit on each one of them that she sold because, you know, they probably don't go for much. Like you buy, you probably buy like a 50 cent one, sell it for two bucks and make a buck and sell it. Anyway, because she was trying to raise a dollar profit for. Uh, helping children with autism. And so the principal pulled her out of a basketball game. Like she was in the middle of like junior high sports and started yelling at her about selling sex toys. And she said it was really, really loud and a lot of people could hear it. People were staring at me. And then she started crying. Of course she did. I start crying. And the father was, and the principal is a, is a lady, so, which is even funnier about this whole thing. She's like, this looks like a dildo. Oh, she, <laughs> she clearly understands, oh, that poor woman has never had an orgasm. So she, the, 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 the father, the father said, this is nuts because the principal is an adult. She should know better. She should know that this oh. has absolutely nothing to do with sex. And the, the news article here says, on Amazon right now, there's a comparable product referred to as a tactile autism fidget toy, which is way too many words. It's a water worm. Or, yeah. That's what I always call them, at least. Uh, it, yeah, you do make this motion <laughs> yeah. with them, but yeah. it's not. Yeah. They're fun. <laughs> they wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. They wiggle. They, it so, kind of looks like it could be a ma- like a male masturbatory aid, like a, a pocket pussy, but it doesn't. Yeah, they could. Not. But yeah, no, yeah, like we said, it doesn't. Vaginas move. don't no. move. Vaginas don't mm. move. By the way, <laughs> I, I did have to bid adieu to Senior Flashlight. He went off to the dump this week. So. <laughs> yeah, you got to do that with him every once in a while. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, you served me well. Uh, let's see. Uh, the pastor of the school... <laughs> Went to the school board, and the school board sided with the principal. What? And the pastor declined. (laughs) And the person that the the school board's like, we wouldn't discuss the details of any situation regarding one of our children. They're all minors, said the pastor. (laughs) And the father's like, the spirituality of that place is busted. Something's got to change there, and we're powerless to do it. No, you're not. Send your kid to public school. There you Mm -hmm. go. (laughs) Clearly literally a case of people who are so afraid of sex that they're thinking of sex 
all, all the time. time. All constantly. All the time. This, right. I know somebody That's, like yeah. this who yeah. I, who who has called pants where you can see like that the low rider pants where you can see the mm-hmm. men's underwear mm. sexual assault. Because they are so, I'm not <laughs> so even kidding. I'm not even kidding. God. They, those are the people. Those are the those are the people who can figure out how to be really, really inventive with household objects. <laughs> just, yeah, these are the just, people. Yeah. These are the people Kyle. who see sex <laughs> everywhere. Unlike us, who are like, like we're where we walk through life and go, Heh. or we go, <laughs> would wouldn't you know like. Yeah. And, and and you move on with your life because, you know, that's I, the focus. But I it's think not my, like all your focus. My, These my, people are. A- my wife can tell when it's been a while and she needs to put the big girl panties back on and be like, all right, let's go upstairs. Be- because I start making double entendres for everything. <laughs> like literally everything. Like mm-hmm. CC Peniston came on the, the radio station earlier today and I just pointed at it. I'm like, hey. It just started laughing. <laughs> She's like, "God damn it, you're not funny." <laughs> oh, I'm like, I people on the podcast will appreciate that joke. <laughs> but anyway, they, about, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> penis. That penis. Uh, anyway, the the picture that came with this article, Kyle can see it because he's in the show notes. But I don't know if this is the pastor or if this is the dad holding it now. I'll try to find a way for you guys to see this. Uh, go to the YouTube. I'll try to put the, the picture on there. But it shows this guy holding one of them. There. Holding one of these toys. And he's like, it's like a flaccid cock in his hand. And he's like, what am I supposed to do with this thing? <laughs> it's hilarious. Nobody is orgasming from this. Have you seen an actual sex toy? No, you have not. I just remember... Archer oh. Pam Poovey saying, like, "You were so gone last night. It was like you were pushing rope." I was like, <laughs> "Pushing rope." I just I I'd never heard that before, and it's stuck with me ever since because that's fucking funny. <laughs> but it makes sense. It's true. It makes sense. Yeah, because it definitely we've does. all been there. <laughs> I've never had whiskey dick, so I don't know. <laughs> oh, it doesn't. It's not necessarily whiskey dick. It's just sometimes it's, it's something that happens. And sometimes you find yourself in the heat of the moment going, why won't you work? I, may, maybe I'm lucky in that regard. <laughs> Just, <laughs> guys, seriously, there's yeah. an easy fix to this. Go down. And we're done. It's easy. There you go. I know you're not, but if it's not. Well, that's, a, hey, you, that's, a, that's a solution for you. I can't ever reach. I Oh, wait, on her. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I got too many ribs. You know, yeah. <laughs> Look, no, I, it's, I, that's I a situation where, yeah, you, you, you've got to just, you've got to just suck it up and say, hey, it's at not least hap- it's not it, working. It's not <laughs> happening for one of us. So, no. Okay. As somebody who, I, and I've talked about this a lot, really loves sex and like, that's kind of my thing. Um, I've had nights where it's like, it's just not responding i don't know what to tell you like that happens to women too where it's just like oh yeah mostly 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 it happens in the mornings for me Mm -hmm. where it's just like "Mm, i'm not i'm just waking up (laughs) it happens it happens uh, it's the surprisingly frequent occurrence to parents yeah 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 i agree with Uh you yeah and that happens and it's not like your flaws, the kids are, like like if you still want to like if you still want to help out your partner or 
like if you still want to like like if you're still like enjoying yourself go down like you know sometimes we don't get off you know what sometimes we don't get off and that's okay <laughs> it is okay the 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 rubbing of bodies and the being intimate is still fun and neat and we can just accept that in each and other. important <laughs> yes it's god it's like one of like seriously we are giant apes and we don't get a lot in this life that is just delightful all the mm-hmm. time like just and it and it burns calories not a lot but it burns some it doesn't hurt you it's just neat mm-hmm. like as long as you're doing it safe you know as and like just Enjoy, yeah, like indulge. It, this is one it, of the best things about being alive. You and, only get and it. Don't, yeah, and 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 for, for it. and for the love, please don't use autism fidget toys. No. And see, Just, for me, for me, if it wasn't for sex, I'd be a nihilist, and we know how we all feel about nihilists. <laughs> we believe in nothing, eh. Lebowski. Nothing. <laughs> I, you know, I couldn't. I don't really care so much. It's just, you know, whatever. Moyle, don't believe I've ever heard of that profession. Moyle, he's a very important guy. He makes circumcisions. What, pray tell, sir, is a circumcision? Oh, it's the latest rage. The ladies love it. Oh, I want one. Oh, I'll take two. Hey, put me down too, man. I get one. I'm game. How's it done? Just snap. I take my little machine. I take your little thing. See? I put it into this little hole here and nip the tip. All right, so if you ever wondered why um, New York is in this, like in the crosshairs of Jewish kids getting syphilis for some weird reason, not, not syphilis, I'm, I should say bad oh. herpes and dying and stuff like oh. this, it's okay. because uh, the de Blasio administration has ordered two moils, and that's how you say that word, moils. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, if we get the moils, they'd like to put the mouths on the baby penis. And uh, so they've been ordered to stop performing unsafe ritual circumcisions and that's yeah. mouth on penis sucking blood away after they've cut part of the baby dick off so yeah uh, these are the non-hero cocksuckers no uh because they were starting to link herpes i was wrong i think i was wrong in both both cases they're herpes oh. cases in mm-hmm. infants and did you know herpes is deadly to infants yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. the funny thing is this is a baffling move by everybody that's involved because they're keeping the people's names secret. The Moyles that did this, the two of them, they're keeping Ugh. their names secret. They're not letting it know. So instead... Are you serious? Like, wait, this should be known. Yeah. It, they, well, it should at the very least be information yeah, public for... public health crisis, for, you know. Yeah. I mean, for, that, it, if, for that population, yeah, they should know which people not to call. Oh, but it's God's yes. will, don't you know? <laughs> All right. So if you're wondering what we're talking about... um. It's I can't remember the exact name of it. It's like mitzvah pepe yeah. or something like that. You know like what? That. If you don't know what we're talking about, you probably don't want to know. No, it's That's it's just... it's Klingon for baby dick sucking is what it is. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, ritual, but but Hebrew looks like now yeah. now I'm never gonna get I'm never going to get the image of a Klingon moil out of my head. Kapla, <laughs> kapla. <laughs> <laughs> they do it with the bat lift. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait no they they have that knife that they have that flick knife they have that splits open on the sides and so <laughs> the ceremonial bricks? Bricks? yeah, yeah. It, it's a it, it's a brisk it's the brisk mila uh, brisk mila it's a brisk 
That's what Meti- it's called. Metitza Bepe is what it is. And so this has been responsible for six cases of neonatal herpes over the last two years. So during this procedure, the moil sucks away blood from the wound of an infant's penis after circumcision. Literally sucks it. Ugh. Who put their mouth on an infant's penis? Where did this start? Who came up with this? Sick oh, motherfuckers God. that created religion. Let me tell you. No, no, this is actually it's it's it. That's nauseating. I mean, the really concept, the idea that really is on on so bad. many levels. I. And the thing is, and these parents are paying these moils. They're not doing it out of the kindness of their hearts. Yeah, they're paying these religious assholes to come and suck their baby dick after they've cut off part of the dick. And so it's just so messed up. So mm. in the mayoral com- campaign in 2013, de Blasio won support in Brooklyn's Orthodox Jewish community by promising to scrap a unpopular Bloomberg area. I like Bloomberg. Uh, that required parents to sign a consent form that explained the medical risks. So, nope, we're just going to go ahead and get away with the consent form. We're just going to whip that away. You don't have to Seriously? know the risks anymore. Yeah. And then yeah. in 2015, after the first couple of cases started popping up with this, he announced mm-hmm. a deal with rabbinical coalitions to turn over moils linked to herpes so they could undergo testing in return for scrapping the consent form. The agreement. Well, and here's the fucking problem. Here's the fucking problem. Herpes, everyone has it. Yeah. Everyone in has one form some or another. kind of herpes. Yeah. Yes. And you get it not usually as an infant, as an adult or, you know, closer to adulthood, like, yeah. you know, teens and stuff. It just it's just a thing that we get and herpes is not a big deal, including genital. I'm not even joking. Yes, and you you can get if you have a lot of outbreaks, you can get treatment and there's no judgment. That's fine. But my point is like herpes is really not a big fucking deal. Everyone has some kind of herpes. Everyone. I've got people in my family that get the open cold sores thing that happened like on the side of the Mm -hmm. mouth, and I'm like, that sucks. Or like their lips explode and stuff with all these little soils sores and stuff. she only started getting them after she hit her face on a rock, and that actually is a thing. Triggered it, yeah. That mm-hmm. Yep, it can trigger the disease. So uh, anyway, the... But, she, but yes, we all have it. Almost everyone has some form of herpes, and this is why sucking baby dick, open bleeding baby dick, is the worst idea. Because <laughs> With a mouth. A bearded, yes. a bearded mouth on baby penis. Yeah, chances are good that that fucking moyle has some form of herpes he's not supposed to be doing work on saturdays anyway anyway the the agreement was voluntary the agreement was voluntary and unenforceable they couldn't make it happen so they they made the ultimately they made this agreement for them not to follow it because that's what the orthodox jewish community usually does when it comes to the secular world trying to bang into their doors they're like no we're not going to do what you say because you're goyim we're not going to listen to you guys so de Blasio, who said the community simply ignored the consent form, admitted Wednesday that his policy, too, was a bust. So at least he's owning his mistakes a bit, a bit, because yeah. he's not try- he's not releasing the names of the moils. And so that's a, that's, that's a big yeah, that's, problem. That's a mistake. So he the said moils had to have done this with an open sore on or in their ma- And yes, you can get herpes in your mouth. No, they're not just mm-hmm. canker sores. That can happen, guys. Yep. Because people are like, oh, if it's in your mouth, then it's canker sores. It's not herpes. No, that's, herpes that's can manifest herpes. anywhere you have, <laughs> anywhere, anywhere near a mucous mem- membrane you can break out. 
that means your penis. And it's, <laughs> and it's again, it's fine. It's fine. You're not a broken, disgusting garbage human like the sexual mores of the puritanical Christians have told you. You're not a garbage person. You got a disease that almost everyone has, like human papillomavirus. Yeah. Did you know we all almost have some? All of us HPV. have some. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got I got vaccinated. Boom. So, um, but but like there, but there's that's only certain strains. Like there, there are just diseases that we all just kind of carry, and this is why the moil, any moil, is a fucking risk because yeah. they probably have herpes. All of them. All of them. All of them. And we'd be wondering them. if reporters are actually doing their job. And there, luckily, there was one during this press conference, and they said. Uh, Mr. de Blasio, is it ever appropriate for an adult to suck the penis of an infant? (laughs) The mayor pointed, the mayor pointed to constitutional protections of religious activity. Uh, Fuck that. And he said, now the city is going to focus on educating parents to grill the moils. Like, unless you're actually open, open grilling them on a fucking spit, it's not enough. Yeah, one I death. Understand. One death is too much. I, yes, I mean but, that's how I feel any, about that's how I feel any, about all circumcision. Any yeah. one complication well, leading to death is too well, many. Any I, I, one leading to a fucked up dick is too many. Yep. Well, they're all kind of fucked up, but you know, and they work fine <laughs> for the most part. They work <laughs> fine. There's no. We can't measure pleasure. We don't know that we. There's no way to know that it actually decreases pleasure. That's an unsubstantiated oh, claim. You just, you just yeah. got to get that model of flesh left that I have. That'll train you up pretty good. <laughs> foreskin is great. I'm pro foreskin. I'm anti circumcision. It's not as bad as female genital mutilation. No, not as no. bad. Well, I'm just, I'm yeah. just glad I can use it as a, uh, you know, pity me kind of thing in the secular world. Be like, and my parents, they cut my dick skin off. <laughs> and I'm not making fun of anybody because uh, no, it's, unfortunately it's, I didn't get a choice in it, like I said. But uh, anyway, we're gonna we're gonna but, finish this one up. Felicia, go ahead and get your last thought out. My, my my thought is there is no appropriate time to suck baby dick, even Never. and no. <laughs> most of the time. I'm I'm gonna bet most of the time these moils don't do it in a sexual sense. I get it. I'm I, pretty sure I, no, I don't but. Think yeah, gross. But that <laughs> does not matter. That does not matter. Mm-hmm. Mouths do not belong on baby dicks ever. <laughs> Agree. You're not a fucking dog. You don't lick your baby's penis. Uh, hey, did I tell you what uh, Carol allowed me to get myself for Crimbus this year? Can I tell him? Oh boy, a new guillotine. Hmm. <laughs> She's a beaut. Really great. This is my seventh, but she's the best. I'm calling her Nancy. I'm having fun with it. Look at that bad boy. Hmm? Isn't that a beaut? <laughs> and to you, I tell you what, she has changed my life. I admit, you know, and Emil, I might owe you an apology. I used to be a real son of a bitch. It's true. I have become a different man. I love myself, I love my body. I got a priority list that I keep in the back of my head. My wife, my gillies, and my beautiful bee garden. All right, so that Mike Pence guy that's currently the second in command and most likely the guy who will assume leadership if Trump gets fucking ousted, but we're going to talk about that when we get to the Trump roundup. Mike 
Pence is a deeply, deeply evangelical Christian. Like, like annoyingly so. I mean, if you, I'm pretty if you sure see he believes policies, this shit. I'm, I'm pretty sure he believes it. But he's one of those that's so deeply religious that he is an American Taliban when it comes to this kind of thing because he won't be he won't allow himself to be around other women without his wife present. Like he won't he won't allow himself to have what? a meal with another woman. Yeah, but we're we're it, gonna get we're gonna get to that in a second. So I'm gonna give you guys a little bit of backstory here. So during Prince's uh Pence uh, Prince Pence's first two unsuccessful races for Congress. He used to ride a single-speed bicycle about 250 miles around his district, much of it accompanied by his wife, Karen, along for the journey. And when they finally got the governorship, he installed treadmills, twin treadmills upstairs in the residence, so they do everything together. This sounds creepy controlling, actually. Oh, no, it gets, it this, gets even worse. So This is creepy mm-hmm. controlling, actually. Yeah. Um, on his after his third attempt, when he finally won the house uh, in Washington, uh, Mike Pence proudly displayed an antique red phone on his desk. You know, like the Commissioner Gordon phone, the bat phone kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, which was a Christmas gift from his wife, from which only she had the number, which was a hotline straight from her to him. That's some weird shit. And right more than a decade after that, even his cell phones are were the norm. Mike Pence had that same red phone installed in his statehouse office as the governor, a reminder, both physical and symbolic, of the direct and enduring connection between Mike Pence and Karen Pence. Uh, this comes from the Washington Post. It's a really long article. I suggest you guys read it, but I'm just going to paraphrase yeah. a lot of the stuff that's going on here because, uh, let's see. As governor, Mike Pence had a very tight inner circle, and Karen Pence was very much a part of that, said Brian Howey, publisher of the... Howie Politics Indiana, which is a nonpartisanal political newsletter in the state, I would characterize her as the silent, omnipresent partner. You knew she was there. You knew she was. Uh, you knew there partner, was some partner, though. Partner, though. There was some considerable influence mm. she wielded, but boy, she was not public about it. So she's been around like literally every time. Like they don't. They are inseparable. And I'm not going to shit on a guy for having a good marriage because. If somebody wanted to be around, if you wanted to be around your partner all the time, but this is beyond that. This is almost no. like unhealthy levels of. Yeah, you know, no, 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 no. Yeah. Um, as somebody who has had a controlling partner yeah. and has had somebody who demands my attention, um, he would call me in the middle of a work day and demand my attention. He, he, it, uh. Like that, he would sabotage anything I was doing. This this is a person who demands attention. This is somebody who demands her energy away from herself because there is no way two individuals share all of the same interests. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe they enjoy bike riding together. Maybe they go on bike rides together, but they and don't treadmill do- together and everything mm-hmm. together. Literally don't, everything together. Right. <laughs> they don't do that. That is that is a controlling relationship. And I doubt it's Mike Pence who's the abused one because the abused one does not thrive. And like so I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I'm I know I know that I'm projecting and I know that I'm putting <laughs> a lot out there and I don't know these people, but the reality is that right. individuals 
don't do this. Individuals right. don't do this. Individuals have individual interests. And and that's part of a healthy relationship is where you have your own individual persons connecting. And and you can share things and then you have your own things. And that's important. Uh when a big warning sign of a controlling relationship is when they dominate your personal interests and or remove them from the equation. And the fact of the matter is that one does not in a healthy relationship do everything with their significant other. What they do is they share it. They talk about it or they invite them to come experience it, but they don't demand it on the other person. So yeah, Karen I, Pence, I don't think that's so much I don't think that's so much projecting as just recognizing uh, bad, patterns bad of relationships, behavior, yeah. uh, patterns of, of, I don't even, of I don't want to say abuse. Yeah. I don't want to say abuse or any, I don't have enough information. Let's just call it irregular. Yeah, okay. Let's yeah. just call it that. Yeah. It's irregular and weird. So Karen Pence has repeatedly Unhealthy. said that her yeah. hard and fast rules in quotes there is that she never weighs in on or attempts to influence policy, which is probably bullshit because if he's asking her, he's obviously Asking for her opinion, and she's going to take into Except consideration. Except for no. Except so, for no. In an abusive relation... No, I'm sorry. Again, I, I use the word abuse. But in a controlling mm-hmm. relationship where they are so involved, where she's so involved, yeah. and she says she she probably doesn't have a voice. She probably doesn't have a voice. No, no, because no, if, I, she ever, if she ever no, voices I, an opposition... I've, I've got something mm-hmm. that, that is going to kind of blow that out of the water here in one okay. second. So let me get to that. Uh, she is the family's quote-unquote prayer warrior, a woman so inextricably, inextricably bound to her own husband that even then candidate Trump understood her importance and consulted her in critical campaign moments. So Trump is going to her for this shit. So when he called to offer Pence the number two slot as VP, the businessman knew that Karen Pence was on his side and asked, I hear, I hear Karen is there too. Can I talk to her? It shouldn't have any fucking thing to do with Karen. You're calling Mike Pence to offer him the vice president role. You don't be like, hey, can your husband be my vice president? So I think it's completely the opposite here. I don't think she's the one that is abused. I think Mike is the one where he's like, fuck, I got to do everything he says because. That might be true. That might be true. (laughs) That might be true. So when, when a couple of months later, when the Access Hollywood tape came out and Trump was crudely talking about women, just to say. Trump That's a called, nice way to put it. Trump called Pence to apologize, and then after he apologized to him, asked him to hand the phone over to Karen so he could apologize personally to her, too. You have the presidential candidate kowtowing to somebody else's wife, which I don't get. You know, this is weird. This is just, weird. This is weird. So Kellyanne Conway not- says that she was a major part of our campaign, and she never flinched. Karen Pence was one of the biggest pro-Trump people and Trump defenders there was. She has a great sense of people and saw at events and rallies the enthusiasm and support for for Trump. Uh, Anyway, so she was married at about 21 years old to a different guy, and he didn't realize that she went on after they divorced and everything. Um, So what happened is that he's like, we were kids. We didn't necessarily know what we were doing. So when after dating Mike Pence for about eight months, which tells me this is a very evangelical group where they're getting married after eight months, Karen engraved a small gold cross with the word yes and slipped it into her purse to give him when he popped the question. 
a cross with the word yes on it. Jesus and yes. On the, uh, gross. So he did just a month later, nine months of being together. The two were feeding ducks at a local canal. God damn, really? So he hollowed out two loaves of bread and placed a small bottle of champagne Ew. in one and the ring box in the other for her to discover as she tore off pieces. Who feeds the ducks like that? I throw whole slices. That's fun to watch them fight over it. And I know, I know. Yeah, you, you get to really whip them across the pond. And I know, you, you, you're not supposed to feed them bread. Don't get on my ass about that stuff. Um, they later got that bread shellacked as a keepsake. Oh, <laughs> These fuck. people are fucking weird, man. So, the pincers oh, were... crazy. God, the pincers, do they have some they have, seriously they unhealthy... I bet they have a joint Facebook page. They were married in a Roman Catholic church, but later became evangelical. So in 2002, Mike Pence told The Hill that he never eats alone with another with a woman other than his wife, and he won't attend events featuring alcohol without her by his side either. That signals to me that he's had a drinking problem in the past, or I—I I mean, I—I don't want to—I don't want to speculate too much, but. Is it okay if I have a beer, honey? <laughs> That's what it seems like. I me. don't know. It's just this is all sorts of unhealthy. Yeah, yeah. You can't you can't okay, get a dime know. between them. The the guy. Okay, family research council. All of those people there that work there, complete assholes. I don't care if you're a nice guy or not. If you work for the FRC, you're a fucking dick. I don't care. Yeah. I don't give a shit. He says you can't get a dime between them. It's not him seeking her approval, but doing a sort of gut check with the. With that they have learned together, Ugh, that's a weird sentence, and have come up together through together in the terms of their shared Christianity. Blech. No, God. No, and so, if you want to know, if you want to know, intensely unhealthy. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'd be more comfortable if we went back to talking about the baby Moils, dick yeah. sucking. Well, if you want to know Karen's stance on a lot of the stuff, she seems like the one that's really pushing the very evangelical kind of stuff. So, in '91. She was an elementary school teacher, and she penned a letter to the editor in, in, in the Indianapolis Star, so people living in Indiana, I'm sorry, uh, complaining that the paper's quote-unquote Children's Express section had featured an article that encourages children to think that they're gay or lesbian if they have a close relationship with a child of the same sex or admire a teacher of the same gender. I don't know how it would do that. That doesn't but anyway, make any sense. No, that doesn't so, make any sense. I, no. Okay, I am in her, I, in her I letter, a, like, girlfriends, but, like, I don't necessarily think that was none, an indication. None of them made you want to, like, dive in, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, I was a kid and mostly I focused on masturbating. Yeah, so she says that I only pray that most parents were able to intercept your article before the children were encouraged to call the gay lesbian youth hotline which encourages them to accept their homosexuality instead of reassuring them that they are not. Yeah, denial is a, a river yeah. in Egypt. <laughs> okay, like, okay, so here's the thing, is I don't think we need to be telling kids what they are. Kids will tell you what they are. Yeah, yeah like, but, but calling, like, the, the, gonna... calling a hotline like that is somebody obviously saying, hey, I might be having these tendencies. I'm going to call and try to talk right. to somebody, and they'll be like, okay, do you, are you physically attracted to your teacher? Yes, I dream about fucking him every day. Be like, okay, well, that's unhealthy that you want to do with the teacher, but do you find boys attractive? You know, well, some of them, mm -hmm. you know, like, okay, you might be bi. I don't know. This is, I'm just saying that uh, attraction, yeah. attraction to authority figures is kind of a thing. I mean, it's built into our well, yeah. social hierarchy. 
Um, mm-hmm. And and it's up to the people in leadership to not take mm-hmm. advantage yeah, no of shit. that. But so, look, I want to. But uh, so like, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing unhealthy or wrong with one being attracted to an authority figure. Um, you know, just direct. Just let them know, like, no, you that uh, you know, like. But but my point is like. And teens, teen in puberty is when you really start sorting this stuff out. Now, I I know there are gay kids out there that knew they were gay from mm-hmm. they were a time they were a kid, but that's not the that's not the context they were thinking of it in. Um, they, they're thinking of it in like I just when I think of marriage, I think of boys, and I'm a boy. Or if I think of marriage, I'm a girl, and I think of girls, and that's fine. Because as kids, sexuality is an abstract concept. It does exist, but it's largely self-gratification at that point. It's largely you got the bits and you got the nerve endings. So, you know, there's that. And then there's also your interactions. I'm just I'm just saying um, don't put kids in a box. They'll let you know where they're at. (laughs) <laughs> if you're if you're wondering if she was that kind of Christian, the one that you know is the one of the worst kind out there. So she is uh-huh. one of those kind of people where she will do forced prayer, like grabbing people's hands and they will pray together in a laundry room kind of thing. Where, oh, uh, and then she let's yeah. see oh, when she was she a does teacher. Not want to meet me in a laundry room when she was in the 80s. Yeah, don't meet me in a laundry room. That's one of my fetish sites. I don't know why. <laughs> oh. Uh. <laughs> She would say before, like, okay, so when she was first lady of Indiana, she recalled her friend beginning meetings with a prayer, and she would say, before we look at all these grants, let's just ask for God for wisdom and discernment. No, it has absolutely nothing to do with the with the day-to-day fucking government business. So, so anyway, bottom line in this article that I got here says that they are a strong, supportive marriage bound by common faith. <laughs> no, no, they're deeply That's, unhealthy. I don't on, think. Yeah. I don't think I they can't make this. I don't well, think they a, make decisions separately. It says. And I took a screenshot of. Um, I I follow Tony Perkins in the FRC on Twitter because I need to know who my enemies are. And boy, he said something really fucking silly today. He said the secular left doesn't want guardrails on the road of life. They want more ambulances at the bottom of the cliff. And it says. Don't mock Mike Pence for protecting his marriage. Commend him. This no. isn't protecting no, your marriage. This isn't protecting your marriage. Okay, your protecting marriage? your marriage is having having really tough conversations sometimes, and yeah. and 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 patience and things that it's I called didn't staying have together for the kids. Head. Oh wait, no, it's not. <laughs> like yeah. protecting your marriage, like. And there is value in working on relationships, and there is value in 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 trying to make relationships healthy when you're not working. But you know what that means? Not fucking doing everything together, not being mm-hmm. so there's a, together. There's a wonderful like meme going around. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you short, but there's a meme going around where Mike Pence is sitting at like a table eating some food, like at IHOP or something like that, and they have a Mrs. Butterworth's on the table. And he's like, I'm not going to be able to eat until you take her off of the table. It's <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> hilarious. So, yeah, that's our VP, a fucking crazed uh, weirdo with a that wife whole that's thing, attached. That, yeah. That, that's, well, that, that whole thing, it just, it, it, it. 
I hope the sex is amazing. I, I don't know. It sounds I, like I, <laughs> there are there are maybe trust issues. I don't know. I don't know I if these I've things go both ways trip. for him. But I went to Vermont and ate with mixed company of coworkers, and it wasn't like oh, I feel like I'm gonna cheat. Like yeah, the, what? This is I seriously. Kind of, I yeah. This is that Christian family where they think that. You know, if there's another, if there's a man and a woman together in the same room together and they're not married, you also have Satan with you. And it's like that. That's when we go back to, oh, my God, these people are so obsessed with sex. American These people are obsessed (laughs) with it. They sit there and accuse the left of being like all about sex. And it's like, no, 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 no. We just really like it. Well, also, um, sex is a huge fucking driver for a lot of us. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, kind thing. of a sex biological is, imperative, isn't it? Yeah, nope. it's neat. But the thing is that we can sit down at a meal. I, If I sat down with a meal with any other man right now, um, the meal would be uh, either familial, like my father, yeah. or uh, professional, or it would be friendly in, but like, like me and my monogamous relationship would not be looking for an outside thing. And if there's an outside thing, there's something going on there. There's, there's other things. And, and non-monogamy is not, I'm not talking about polyamory. Polyamory is fine. That's fine. That we're not yeah. discussing that. My, uh, my point is that I'm not terrified of my behavior around every other male and I'm not terrified of my partner's behavior around every other female. Like, and this insane, you can't be alone in a room. You can't have a meal. What the fuck shit? Okay, my partner, William, is allowed to have relationships with other females. Like, he's allowed to, and I'm not talking, again, sexual, because we're monogamous. Like, just relationships in the platonic sense of just, existing together friendships whatever people exist in this world you guys Mm -hmm. and when we treat every interaction as if it is impending sin it is (laughs) what the fuck shit is going on this is not let's put it this way way an organized society can function it's just not i'm gonna gonna finish it out here by saying that if we all three of us were to have dinner together the last mm-hmm. thing on any three of our minds is giving giving Felicia a London Bridge. Let's just say that. <laughs> no, no. Well, I don't know. Happen. I don't know. If, yeah, I don't know oh. if it would really be the last thing. I mean, if we're being honest, it's probably you know it's 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 close the to the bottom. You know, <laughs> but I'm it's pretty low. But I'm 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 pretty willing to bet that there are things lower. <laughs> yeah, I, I can imagine. I'm like, kind of afraid <laughs> of what's lower. Actually, <laughs> murder. Murder. Yeah, like no, no, no. Not. I'm pretty sure that's, murder's that's, higher up. That's, I'm pretty sure that's higher up. That's that's pretty much the, the daily. Oh, holy shit, Kyle! That, that happens everywhere. I, yeah. Uh, the more the more I now. <laughs> Looking for something new and exciting, or maybe just a change from the old atheist show format. Cellar Door Skeptics Podcast provides listeners with hours of enjoyment each week on Spreaker and iTunes. Check us out as we talk politics, religion, science, reviews, books, and music, along with the occasional interview just for a twist. Join Christopher Tanner and Chris Hanna every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern as they bring fresh content to you. Walk with us through the cellar door as we help you prepare for the revolution. You can find us on Spreaker, iTunes, YouTube, and even on Facebook.
All right, it is the Trump Roundup for the 1st of April, 2017. And the, the first news article that we have here came from The Hill. And it's Jason Chaffetz, Utah Zone. God damn it. <laughs> oh, God, fuck. Starting shit. us off this week because he's dismissing Thanks, concerns. Thanks, Jeff. Con- dismissing concerns over whether President Trump would use his office to pad out his personal fortune. And you know what he says? He says, and this is a quote here, he's already rich. He's very rich. I don't think that he ran for office to line his pockets even more. I just don't see it like that. Really? Open your fucking eyes, Jeff. What are you talking about? Have, have you seen a picture <laughs> of Jeff, uh, of, uh, of Jason Chaffetz? I, I don't think he can open his eyes anymore. <laughs> his prolapsed anus eyeballs that he has going yeah. on. Okay, so as a candidate, Trump was the first major party nominee in over 40 years to refuse his tax returns. And since taking office, his Mm -hmm. properties, including the Trump International Hotel in Washington, have attracted foreign officials and business leaders. He's also received all sorts of copyrights in China. And, you know, all of a sudden his China stance changes there. Um, Chaffetz also waved a question about a New York Times report on the White House senior advisor and Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, you know, the, the shadow VP. Mm-hmm. Or shadow president, uh, f- uh, exploring a four hundred million dollars a deal with the Chinese company. Luckily, the deal was called off amid public scrutiny because everybody's like, "Wait a minute, this is some bullshit." And China's like, "Nope, we out." Chaffetz <laughs> uh, <laughs> says he does not believe it is worthy of an oversight committee probe. So, and the intelligence community is what's going to save us here. That's about the only thing that's going to yep. save us from these fucking people because the House is fucking up the in- investigations. The Senate is trying to plot along, but they've got Nunez pulling his shit. And he says here to bring us home, I don't see how that affects the average American and their taxpayer dollars. This is terrible. Dummy. I just He's just... I, okay, I no, 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 no. No, like, let's give Jason, Jason Chaffetz the credit where credit is due. This motherfucker is smart. He's fucking smart. Yeah, he's he lining up another exactly office in the future. what he's doing. He knows exactly what he's fucking doing, this Mm -hmm. motherfucking piece of shit. He will sell out everyone. He will burn Utah to the ground if he could, if it meant he could get a better position. This motherfucker is conniving as shit. Of course he doesn't see how Trump could benefit from the presidency, of course. Like... I worked for Mike Weinholz. We can talk about this now because he's not running. I worked for Mike Weinholz, and he was the CEO of uh, CHG, which primarily, which does medical provider staffing. I know I'm using a bunch of boring words right now. So (laughs) mostly temporary doctors go to temporary locations and work. It's super useful, and it can be really helpful, like in places like rural Alaska, for 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 perspective. Um. That was what the company did, and he was very successful. If he got into office and then removed or didn't promote any regulations on locum tenants, which there's actually already a lot, so, like, nah. But, like, if he was like, oh, we don't need credential for each state anymore, you'd be like, oh, you're gonna gonna benefit from that chairman of the board? You're gonna, is that gonna benefit you? But no, that's not what he was doing because he was running for governor of Utah where it wouldn't fucking matter because his business interests wouldn't matter. 
But no, what Trump did is go, I'm going to be president and then build a hotel in Washington, D.C., which I will directly profit from. Hey, I just and I'm not going to disclose any of this. Oh, really? 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 Huh. Really? Michael Flynn. How about him? Let's talk about that real quick. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be fun. He uh, he's put out a letter going, hey, I got a story to tell what you guys going to offer me for immunity. <laughs> and so immunity, that's interesting. Yeah. Immunity for him to tell a story about. And he was one of the senior people. And about the only time they give immunity is if you can flip on somebody bigger or a whole bunch of somebody's. So I wonder what it's going to be. So Chaffetz says that Flynn's request for immunity is very mysterious. <laughs> No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> and Sally Yates, who's going to be giving her um, testimony this week, oh, knows, let her testify now? knows why Mike Flynn wants immunity. So, Well, yeah, because after Sean Spicer came on the air, it says, we want her to give her testimony. We want her to give her testimony. Like, okay, well, that's you saying you give the go-ahead. Their, their attorneys were worried that you're saying that it was going to be executive privilege or uh attorney client privilege and they're like uh no <laughs> you guys have talked about it on the air you can't really do that so luckily the 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 michael flynn intelligence community plea has been rejected by the senate intelligence committee so that they're not going to be having it there uh trump is saying yeah he should be going to get a, a immunity because this is a witch hunt <laughs> he came out with Look, a tweet if saying it's a, if it, yeah if it's a witch hunt you don't ask for immunity. It's just you so, really don't. What's though. really interesting yeah. to me is that yeah. like intelligence communities are not giving him immunity, and the um the committees are not doing it too. So that tells me they don't need his testimony. <laughs> they either don't need it, or they don't think he has anything, or they know he doesn't have anything, or they've got more on him. Or, you know what, maybe you just don't ask for immunity. You have to be offered. Yeah, exactly. That's, I mean, that's to... generally, generally, that's kind of how that works. Yeah, you, you have don't... to have something. You have to have something that we're already suspicious of. So the, the Senate Intelligence Committee earlier this week, they had a, uh, well, I don't want to talk too much about Michael Flynn because it's all up in the air. We don't have anything definitive yet. So the Intelligence Commu Committee this week on Thursday, uh, had a terrorism and espionage expert by the name of Clint Watts uh, was asked by Senator Ron Wyden of Oregon, how can the committee track this fuzzy line between Russian oligarchs, Russian organized crime, and the Russian government? And Watts came out and pretty much said it uh, point blank is that uh, I think we should be looking at is this. Follow the trail of dead Russians. <laughs> because yep. Putin's left a lot of them in the wake. <laughs> it's weird it's weird right like hey and roger stone was one of those people that was supposedly being getting their polonium poisoning and everything and i listened to him on bill maher on this weekend and don't bother he he just he's he's one of those guys like i don't know why they're coming after trump trump's a good guy it's like uh, uh, everybody in the audience is so fed up with the bullshit they're just laughing at him the whole time i'm done with bill maher okay and let me tell you why not because I don't believe in the exchange of ideas, but because at a certain point we have to go, uh-uh, no, this is bullshit, all right? No, we're not going to engage fucking Nazis. Yeah. We, we, we've done this as a society. We've been through this debate as a society, all right? We've done this. 
And Bill Maher's like, no, I'm going to let them drown themselves. It's like, no, you're giving them a fl- fucking platform. And and yeah. I'm sorry, I'm it's a, not interesting. I'm a proponent it's of no not... platforming. I'm a, I'm a proponent of it because it's your platform to give. And if you give it, if you give exactly. a millions of people listen to your kind of thing, platform somebody like a horrible person like Milo Yiannopoulos on your fucking show, you don't, you're, you're helping them out. I don't care. And, the, the, and that's just it. And Bill Maher, he... He's so shitty at actually confronting these people on their issues with evidence. He's so bad at it. That's that's my problem. My problem is that he brings them on and he'll talk with them and make jokes like because he's a comedian. I mean, ultimately, he is a comedian. He's not a a shit comedian. too. I I like his sets better than I like his show because uh, that's personal preference. But anyway. He had Roger Stone on, and like I was saying, it's not really listening to because he doesn't really go after him for a lot of things. Just like he didn't go after Milo for any of these things. He lets the panel no. do all the hard work. Like he had, and that's just it. he had fucking Rick Santorum on the panel this week, and like they let him get away with a lot of these fucking right wing talking points. And it's like, no, fucking call him on it, Kyle. You're muted, man. It's so, it's just there's no business. Yeah. So anyway, uh, let's let's get around to just uh, we'll we'll pack it together in one sentence here. And this comes from Vice News. I love how they they package everything together here. It says week 10 in one sentence. Donald Trump blamed everybody but himself for the failure of the GOP Obamacare replacement, which put Speaker Paul Ryan when he pulled it moments before its House vote. He approved the Keystone XL pipeline, was sued by Seattle after Attorney General Jeff Sessions vowed to claw back federal funding from sanctuary cities. Mm -hmm. He signed an executive order that begins the destruction of the clean power plan from Obama. He announced that his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, that's the second time we've talked about this guy, who is also his senior advisor, would head a new office dedicated to innovation. And I'm going to stop there just for one sec, because this office of innovation is he's talking about, well, we're going to make government like a like business. And you can't do that. You just absolutely no, cannot do that. No, it doesn't function. Business is, is, is it, okay. At its essence, business is looking to create a profit. Yeah, they are trying to make money. Government at its essence should be profit neutral. It should be taking in just, and it's not perfect. It's not perfect, but it should be taking just as much money as it needs to provide its citizens with services that are due to them through their tax dollars. Exactly, that is the balance. That's what we are supposed to do. So. In essence, they cannot function the same. Just and to give be- you, just to give you a quick example of exactly the kind of person Jared Kushner is. There was a a writer that I read on, uh, I think it was either on um, Gizmodo or it was on The Verge. You know, tech websites. I love reading tech stories, and so he said that Jared Kushner owned a top of the line MacBook. You know, the the laptop that you can get from them. Mm-hmm. And he ran Windows on it. It booted into Windows and he ran Windows on it. It's like, and it's because he wanted it to look like a status symbol, but he wanted it to run something that wasn't meant for that fucking architecture. So that that's just a perfect example of the kind of person that Jared Kushner is. He looks great on the outside, but inside he's fucking outmoded and full of bloatware. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Uh, let's see. What else did he do? Uh, he turned his daughter Ivanka's unofficial role with the White House into an official one, gave her a fucking office. 
And after criticism that Ivanka could avoid financial dis- uh, disclosure rules with an unofficial role, because now she has an official role, uh, this uh, this time over his trips to Mar-a-Lago, he shared scrutiny over Russia with Representative Dev Nunez, who we've come to find out was given the information that he went to the White House with from the White House. He took a night trip to the White House to get information from people within the White House to deliver to the White House the next day. What the actual fuck is going on here? Who subsequently went, to, went on to cancel hearings that really needed to be out there. Uh, he declared war on key members of his own party, defended former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn's request for immunity in exchange for Russia testimony. So, yeah, Trump's had a very fucking busy week, and I, I think it's the beginning of the end. I honestly, I mean, him getting elected was the beginning of the end, I, actually, for most of us. It was the beginning of third impact, but... <laughs> I'm sorry, this is going to be fucking devastating. This is going to be bad. This is going to be bad. This is going to be a moment in the history books where they're like, Oh, America voted fucking wrong, and now it, it's gonna go down in flames. Three <sighs> million, three million people voted for for Clinton over Trump. Yeah, and we're not talking about people that voted third party because if even if you were to split those, it'd still be three million more voted for <laughs> voted for Clinton over Trump. I still look at you. I'm still looking at you, third party voters. I'm still looking at you. Yeah, done. I'm fucked still up. calling. I'm still Ow. calling you on your shit. She's just as bad. She's she's she just as was bad. Not. <laughs> she was not terrible. All right. So that does it for this week's current events show. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next episode coming out on Wednesday, which will be our weekly features show. Uh, it might be a little bit shorter because we did a heavy one this week for the the news and everything. Uh, but before we completely wrap it up for this section. I, of course, have to give the biggest thanks to all the amazing patrons who support us each week. So many thanks go to our sustaining patrons, Angelica Pearson, the Godless Revolution podcast, Luis Cruz, Jeff Linville, Mike and Darcy Bowman for all their help and love that they shared with us. But an extra large pile of love and respect, you know, respect knuckles, uh, goes to Marissa McCool for being our number one patron. Thank you so much, Riss. If you wish to support the work that we do each week, uh, please make sure to go to patreon.com slash Outcast and give us some love there. However, money isn't the only way to get our attention. If you don't have the budget, a quick review or subscribe on whatever you catch us on helps out a ton, and we'll make sure to give you your due praise, just like the handful that we got this past week. So, nothing on YouTube, because I don't know why it's frozen there. I've been putting out a lot of stuff, but frozen. Come on, subscribe on YouTube, people. And on Twitter, we have... I can show more boob. I can do that. On Twitter, we have Bob Barker, not the real one. Uh, Plain old Professor Plum, T-R-C-L-I, uh, Shelia Garber, Calamity Jane, Dactyl, Cadlina, Angie Smith, Bleeby, Angie Blossom, Ginny Many Dots, Doing My Thing, J.B. Brooks, Metro Luxury Art, Deanne, Jessica LaFountain, Ina, Casey Wonder, TSMB2B, Bitsy C.S. Ross, Donegal, Sam Adams, Jennifer, Reality Check, David Henderson, Shauna, Bill H. Black, who posted some gay porn on his timeline the other day. I was like, whoa! Uh, John Rampton, Tana, Tech B, Ghost Hopping, Payman Tai, Rebel One, Becky Looney, Tom Shot, Luis Minch, who was on Bill Maher a few weeks back. We got a follow from someone like that, a political walk. I was like, yeah! And wait for it. Soledad fucking O'Brien followed us on, on Twitter, which is pretty goddamn amazing because all I'm doing is just ranting and raving about Trumps. 
<laughs> and some random news random news journal out there is like, I'm I'm gonna follow this person. Bloop. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so thank you guys so much for putting up with my Twitter nonsense. Uh, a final thanks go to the panel for their time and energy because we ran late this week. Uh, we'll catch you again on Wednesday, but remember, you're welcome. Bon nuit. Good night, everybody.
Mormonism in Utah are the next target for cultural destruction, she wrote on her blog. Her blog's blog's title is called Nordic Sunrise. God damn it. Okay, you know what? No, I got a bone to pick. I got a bone to pick real quick. Stop calling these things white greatness. These were just people doing cool shit. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. (laughs) COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. 
It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council.